Welcome to Grow Chats 2020. Short chats about the Bible, prayer, songs, books and life. Use this chat to prompt a conversation with someone in your life. Today's chat is a prayer chat based around Hebrews chapter 1. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss further episodes. Well, hello and welcome to the second Grow Chat. My name is Kelly and for this chat we have Olivia joining us to talk a bit about prayer and then pray with us through Hebrews 1. Uh, if you're joining us again, we hope that you might have had a chance to listen to the first Bible chat that went up last week with Jan and Robin. Um, I found it a very easy podcast to listen to and enjoyed hearing Robin talk about Hebrews 1. How did you find it, Olivia? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I find it helpful hearing how Robin tackles a passage and how she actually goes through it. And then what struck me most was the description of Jesus, just his supremacy and what he's done for us. Yeah. Yeah, I really did stand out. Hey, so the plan is each month to have a Bible chat followed by a prayer chat. Can you tell us a bit about the thoughts behind the prayer chat? Yeah. So our aim with the prayer chat is to encourage each other to grow in our prayer lives and to share some simple but rich prayers using God's words. So you know, using God's words to provide the words and emphasis for our prayers and also to pray for our churches and current needs at this time. Yeah, cool. So kind of building off what we've heard in the first chat. Yeah, based on the Bible chat on Hebrews 1 and how we can pray a passage like that. So how we're going to do this is talk to different local women about an aspect of prayer and then they will pray through that chapter of Hebrews. Yeah, that sounds great. So before we talk more about prayer, can you tell us a little bit about um, your family and your church? So I really enjoy reading. I've read quite a few books of late, um, playing tennis, which unfortunately I haven't been able to do, um, and spending time with family and friends. And yeah, I love to spend time in God's word, praying, um, encouraging others, helping people in practical ways, and just really showing God's love to those around me. And I'm married to Kai and we have two daughters. So we had a birthday last week. She turned 12 and the other one is currently 13. Um, but yeah, her birthday is coming up very soon. So yeah, we'll soon have a 14-year-old in the house. So we worship at City North Baptist, which as the name suggests, is on the north side of Brisbane. And I'm involved in encouraging and supporting our missionaries. I write to them and pray with them. Um, and when they come over, organize, helping organize furlough and things like that. And also just encouraging and supporting the ladies in our church. And um, yeah, the other exciting thing is I lead a ladies Bible study. And so tomorrow we're actually going to meet in person for the first time in about 10 weeks. So yeah, really looking forward to forward to having it in person rather than over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's been nice to um, see a few people in person again. Yeah. And I also help out at the girls' school and I'm on the GROW committee. Yeah, cool. So what about you, Kelly? What's your life look like at the moment? Well, I guess at the moment I've been spending a lot more time on Zoom. Yeah, haven't we all? I think before this all happened, I didn't even know what Zoom was. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, neither did I. Um, I'm currently studying at Queensland Theological College, so it's been Mm. a bit different having all my classes move online over the last couple of months. Um, Although I think trying to have youth group online has been the weirdest, it's uh, really not very easy to play charades on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. My girls have been doing youth group online too, and I think they also had to do charades one night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to do a um a scarecrow, which was very hard. 
Yeah, and then I've also been spending a lot more time at home with my housemates. I live with two other girls uh, who have mostly been working from home, so it's been nice to have everyone there together. Yeah, we've had lots of good quality family time too. It has been nice in that way, yeah. So, Olivia, you've been thinking about Hebrews. Um, How has Hebrews 1 kind of personally struck you and helped you kind of in light of all the things that have been going on at the moment? Yeah, so I've really enjoyed getting stuck into Hebrews 1. Um, So, yeah, my husband's a dentist and in April his hours were um, drastically reduced and he was pretty much home with us full time for four weeks. Um, and when he doesn't work, he doesn't get paid. So yeah, I would really, especially then start to worry about, well, how long are the restrictions going to be in place for? How long would our savings last? You know, what is, how are we going to survive financially? Oh yeah, that's tough. But you know what? Our faithful and loving father would bring me back to his word and especially Hebrews 1 and just who Jesus is. And I realized that when I give Jesus the awe and reverence that he's due, and I have a healthy fear of Jesus, then that unhealthy fear and worry and anxiety over finances disappeared. And God would, yeah, calm my anxiety and I'd have a sense of peace. Mm. So, you know, don't get me wrong, we still have had to make sacrifices and reduce our expenses. But, you know, God has been so faithful and sustained us. And, you know, Kai's had patients, you know, dental patients, just at the right time. And the restrictions have eased. And while his work is still quiet, he is working working full-time, full-time again. So that's really good. Mm. So, you know, I haven't got it all together and I don't know what the future holds, but that's okay because God is my redeemer and he is sovereign. He's my provider. You know, not my husband or or his dental job. That's not my provider. Um, Jesus is. And I just need to keep my eyes fixed firmly on him. Yeah, thanks, Olivia. That's really cool to hear how God has encouraged you through his word with all those changes. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess since this is the prayer chat, uh, do you have some thoughts on prayer that you can share with us? Yeah, so one of the things I really love about God is that he is our father and he longs to hear us talking to him. You know, because Jesus has taken on the punishment for our sins, we can come before God and he hears our prayers. And I just find that mind-blowing. You know, it's just really awesome to think that the creator of the universe wants to have a relationship with me and wants to talk to me and wants to hear my voice. Yeah, that's really cool. And, you know, we don't have to use big words or understand everything in the Bible or pray long prayers. God just loves for us to talk to him about anything and everything. But, you know, he does want us to draw close to him and reflect his desires for us in the way we pray. So while God does hear all our prayers, this is an area we can all grow and improve in. And I know I'm guilty sometimes of praying like a shopping list prayer of requests. Um, But, you know, we can learn how to pray where we are focused on God and praising him for who he is, you know, desiring his glory and kingdom to come, where we confess our sins and thank him and then come to God with our needs. So rather than coming to God with our needs first, you know, where we pray biblically and reverent and God-centered prayers. And I just think that's awesome that we can grow in that and that God wants to help us pray prayers like that. Yeah, so true. We can just come to God with a list of kind of what we want. So I hear that you've put uh, some resources um, and model prayers up on the Grow website for us. Is that right? Yeah. So there's um, a list of different resources there and a couple of them include study guides. I encourage you to go find a friend maybe from church and you can do the studies together and, you know, read the books together and really grow in your prayer life. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. I'll have to check it out. So I know one of the things you find helpful is using scripture to pray. How do you go about praying through a passage like Hebrews 1? Do you just read it word for word? 
Well, you can for some parts. You can read word for word. And there are many psalms and prayers, especially in the New Testament, that Paul prays for the churches that you can pray like that. But I still think it helps if you can personalize it, make it yours um, and really be a bit more specific in what you're thanking God and, and asking for prayer for. So, yeah, that's what I like to do. Um, so there is an article I found by John Piper, and this is one of the articles on the website. So the link is there. And you know what? I'm just going to read word for word because his quote just says it so well. So the scripture either tells us something about God and Christ when we are reading so that we can praise him, or they tell us something about what God and Christ and the Holy Spirit have done so that we can thank him and express faith in it. Or the passage tells us what God expects from us so that we can cry out for his help. Or it tells us something we have failed to do so that we can confess our sins. Yeah, cool. So we can have a passage kind of really shape um, what we can praise God for and what we can ask for. Yeah. John Piper does add a word of caution, though. That is, we are praying meaning. So we're not just praying words. So I think that's what, you know, you have to sort of, if you personalize it, you're really thinking about it rather than just rotely praying through it. Mm. And especially, you know, you have to read enough of the passage to catch the meaning, especially when you're reading some of the Old Testament stories. You can't just pluck five verses out and, <laughs> and pray, yeah, yeah. pray that. <laughs> but if you read a chunk, you can work out what God's actually saying in those stories and then pray in light of light of that yeah they could be some uh, really weird <laughs> prayers if you didn't do that eh? yeah um so if you look at my prayer for hebrews one i've focused mainly on the first four verses and i've tried to praise god thank him confess our sins and ask for help so i have put the pdf of the prayer on the website so you can look at it again and pray again and if you do i encourage you to pause you know add your own thoughts um you can name people, personalize it, you know, or even better still, open up Hebrews 1 yourself and pray through the scripture, you know, give it a go. I find praying scripture really helps me stay focused and stops my thoughts from wandering. Yeah, yeah, it can be easy to get distracted when we're praying. That's all really helpful. Uh, please join us now as Olivia prays for us from Hebrews 1. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that we can come before you now that you are not remote and that you have spoken to us through your prophets long ago. But Father, we are eternally thankful and grateful that you have now spoken to us through your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise you, Jesus, because you are superior to the angels and prophets and all other authorities. Not only is Jesus the fulfillment of all the Old Testament promises, he is the heir of all things, creator of the universe and upholds the world by the word of his power. Jesus, you have the power to supply all our needs. Thank you. It has been extremely difficult and hard for many lately, in so many ways, and we are grieving the loss of normality and finding the new circumstances difficult. Lord, we thank you that you are sovereign and you know each one of us intimately, our individual situation, our grief, our worries, our hardships, our hearts, and you love us deeply. Thank you for being with us through this time, and we pray that you continue to bring us to a place of full dependence on you, Lord. Help us to hold onto your promises and meditate on who you are 
and the supremacy of Jesus, which will provide us ultimate comfort and meet all our needs. Thank you, Lord, that you rule over the future and we can go forward into uncertainty, trusting in you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that Jesus is an exact representation of you, Lord, and the radiance of your glory. Lord, forgive us when we don't give you and Jesus the reverence and honour you deserve. Thank you for your mercy to us by providing Jesus, the perfect mediator, who has made purification for our sin and now sits down at your right hand. We were isolated from you because of our own rebellion and self-absorption. And our greatest need is not our health or our finances, but to have a relationship with you, Lord. Thank you that Jesus has taken on the punishment for our sin. And because we have believed in him and what he has done for us on the cross, you have washed us clean. It's so easy to read this passage and go, wow, look at how superior and glorious Jesus is. And then go on with our daily lives, focused on ourselves and our needs. Lord, forgive us when we do this. Thank you that we can come to you for mercy time and time again, that your mercy is unending. Thank you, Lord, that you love to change our hearts. And we ask, Father, that by your Holy Spirit, you would do that and help us to keep that image of Jesus as supreme ruler and king at the forefront of our minds and hearts daily. And may our actions and words reflect this. When we do wander away, please bring us back to sit in awe and wonder at Jesus' feet. As when we are there, we need not fear anything. Viruses, expenses, what others think of us, nothing. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you and praise you that you have been ruling and sustaining us and continue to do so through these uncertain times. Lord, we pray for wisdom and clarity for our pastors moving forward. We do thank you for the internet and the different technologies to allow us to meet virtually. But Lord, we are longing to go back to meeting face-to-face and praising and worshipping you as a community of believers. Help us to make the most of the easing of restrictions to meet in small groups or to chat over the phone or online to encourage one another and feed on your word together. Strengthen and grow our churches at this time, Lord. And we pray for those who are not in a church family. We pray you will guide and lead them to find a gospel-centered church where they can be part of a community and grow and serve you. Lord, we also pray for wisdom for ourselves and our families as life slowly returns to normal and for those whose life is now harder than ever. Help us, Lord not to blindly fall back into the patterns of our previous life, but to prayerfully think through our priorities, to fix them on Jesus, that you will be at the centre of our activities and how we spend our time. For many of us, this time has been quieter and enabled us to spend more time in your word and in prayer as individuals and families. And we thank you for this, Lord. I pray that as restrictions ease, our time spent with you will not lessen. Lord, forgive us if it has, when we have rushed out and met with friends, gone shopping or for a drive and neglected time with you. Forgive us, Lord, for this and help us by your Holy Spirit to fix our eyes and thoughts on Jesus and for them to remain on him 
as Jesus is our greatest need. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus, in whose most precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our second Grow Chat of 2020. Tune in next time for our live chat with a local Christian woman. Remember to share this chat with others and subscribe and leave us a review in your favourite podcast app.